Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of Talking Fatal. I'm your host, Carmen, and with me is my co-host, Jared. Hello. In these podcasts, we'll be explaining how the band Fatal Betrayal came to be. We'll also be describing how we write our music and the meaning behind, like, our EPs, our albums, like what they mean to us, stuff like that. We'll also be interviewing other local bands that are willing to share their stories as well. You got anything to add, Jared? There's also a chance we may be reacting to small snippets and talking about new music that has come out in the metal community. That's about all I got. All right. If you guys have any questions or you guys want to ask us anything, let us know. Other than that, uh, stay tuned for the next episode where we'll be talking a little bit more about our EP um, ambience. So, yeah, thanks for joining. Maybe today on this one, do you want to you want to hit on one of the songs off the EP? Like right now? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah, why not? We got to get it going for at least a half hour. All right, all right, you're right, you're right. Uh, what song did you uh, have in mind? I mean, we could do, how about we do the first song we ever wrote? Sally? Oh, yeah. Sally oh, Raw. Sally <laughs> Raw. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Would you... the first song off our EP, Salvation. Woo-wee, was that an experience? That's yeah, right that now. one. Oh. oh, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah, that one was a little, little rough to start off. Yeah, let, let me just say, uh, trying to do clean vocals right from the start, right there, without taking the lessons, really, really didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my first time writing guitar wasn't the best of times. <laughs> Oh my god, that uh, that song should have just burned, burned in hell. Funny thing is, I still have the original file that we and recorded. Nobody, and nobody will ever hear the original file, except for the older members in the band. Oh yeah. But Salvation is basically... It's basically about the start of the Depression era with our EP Ambience. So... I actually, before I started writing the lyrics, I got help with this from a friend who was in another band, actually. His name is Phil. He's from Fatal Misconception. I was in a massive writer's block at that point, and he was like, yo, I've, I've got like a general idea here for you if you want to take it and make it your own. So he gave me his general idea. I moved things around, added pieces in, and made it my own, and that's how we got Salvation. But Salvation is the starting peak in our EP where you're hitting your low. That's when you're losing your uh, your partner, like your uh, your loved one, like the person you thought you're going to be with forever. And uh, it's basically stating in our lyrics, we're standing here for salvation and we're not moving. What that means is we're not giving up on what we had and I'm not ready to move forward. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, that song has a chance to relate to a good amount of people. Uh, I think that's why some people have said they they actually like that song, even though we all uh, hate it. (laughs) Uh, The only reason we hate it is because of how repetitive it is. It's like, yeah, it's chorus, verse, chorus, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, chorus. Yeah, not our our best works. (laughs) No, too many choruses, but... You can't lie. The chorus hits pretty nice. The breakdown's pretty great. That's honestly, in my opinion, obviously. Well, it's not really biased because I hate the song, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that's one of the better breakdowns we put together. Oh, absolutely. Sadly. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't. I don't know though. Uh, 
if people have checked out like turn the page or uh eyes closed turn the page i think has one of the nastiest breakdowns we've done yeah closed turn the page is just wow yeah that one's a fun one to play the thing with salvation is justin our other guitarist had a big role in fixing that song because that's that's at the point where i couldn't write guitar for my life and he took what i had and broke it down a little bit and made it a little more intricate and technical and ended up making it sound much better than it did at first and we kind of kept what i had originally and used it as a rhythm for the backing so it was kind of like a cool mix of our minds to really put something together that actually kind of worked yeah absolutely um we wouldn't be where we're at right now, honestly, if we hadn't pulled Justin along for the ride with us. Yeah, Justin, he is he is a very good guitarist, and he has some skills when it comes to writing. And I think now, at first, me and him weren't really linked very well. It took a little bit to kind of get our minds together, and now we're into the same stuff. We have the same mindset. So when I write a riff he'll automatically be able to come up with something to go along with that riff or a lead. And it kind of, we jump back and forth with those two roles. We don't really have like a lead guitar. Technically we're both just the guitarists in the band, which is something that I, I enjoy that we don't battle over stuff. We both get solos. If we want it, we both get to play different leads. If we wanted it pretty much, if we write it, we play it. Absolutely. That's how it should be in a band. Yeah, that's one thing I do understand. Like bands, some guitarists don't want to be ever play lead. Some guitarists grow up and they want to play rhythm guitar. Some guitarists kind of get inspired by like people like James Hetfield, who is an amazing rhythm guitarist. And that's that's just how it kind of went with that. They they wanted to be rhythm guitarists, not lead. I kind of I got inspired by mostly lead guitarists, like. I kind of grew up on Angus Young. Then I moved to like Sinister Gates and Dimebag Daryl and all those. So I was always in the lead mindset, but I still enjoy flipping back and forth. Totally get what you mean. So uh, didn't uh, didn't you say like ACDC was like a huge impact on your uh, like your guitar history? Yeah, ACDC and my dad. He, I grew up listening to my dad play guitar and I always thought like oh that was the coolest thing and I wanted to do it so bad and it was like my dream to be as good as him one day and I would sit down there he got me like this little it it was a guitar but it wasn't anything it was like a almost like a trial so he could see if I would actually kind of stick with it because there's no use in spending a crazy amount of money on guitar equipment if you're not going to stick with it so I understand and then I ended up really just I got hooked and I played and I didn't know how to play, but I tried and he would teach me ACDC songs and I would play with them and we'd play in our basement and get into it. And it was some of, it was just amazing inspiration for me. I just grew up listening to classic rock. That was like my big thing. And I started playing classic rock and then I slowly, once I got into high school, I started getting introduced to heavier music and then it just got heavier and heavier and heavier. And I ended up listening to some of the heaviest music in the entire high school. And now it's like, I listen to some of the heaviest music that I could think of. I know obviously there's heavier, but I kind of like to mix all genres together. Oh, absolutely. I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, I go from like a classic rock song straight to like death core. Exactly. Who were you mainly inspired by? <laughs> well, uh, what got me into metal music back in the day was my cousin Gary, actually. Uh, Alan's brother. Yeah. Um, we uh, went on a, uh, a field trip when I was in marching band. And uh, he's like, yo, you got to check out this band, Bullet for My Valentine. You got to check out this band, Asking Alexandria. Right from that song, Your Betrayal, dude, the one we opened with with almost every show. That, oh yeah, that band had me hooked like like that. Yeah, that that song, that is a really fun song to play because it's not like 
it's not the most difficult song and of course we all kind of put our own twist on it oh, so we make it we make it our own um and then once i uh once i started venturing into high school i started broadening my options like i started exploring more like horror genre genre related stuff so like i dipped in the ice nine kills i went into attila um i then uh after meeting you you're like yo check out polaris and uh yo check out slaughter to prevail and then you you obviously know me you give me something that's got a nice solid beat behind it with some sick ass fucking screams i'm on it exactly yeah but like the crazy thing is, is that when we started this band, I had no intention on being the vocalist. I, I, I honestly thought I was going to be the drummer. Yeah. And here we are. Now I'm a vocalist in a metalcore band, you know. Yeah. And now Alan is our drummer. Yep. And then we have Mike who does backup vocals or, or backup screams. Yeah. And he's on bass. Yep. Just, just crazy how everything transpired because when I was in high school, I'm thinking to myself, like, man, I'd really love to get a band going. You know, I'm going to be the drummer. We're going to play some really cool music and put out some really cool content. It's just crazy how things change. Yeah, it's seriously. That's I have a big story about that one. <laughs> like about how how I found you guys. Yeah. Oh, Dude, should I go on about that? We went through like three different guitar players before we got you and Justin. It was bad. Yeah. The band Should I go on about my story? Um, actually, let me lead you up into that story. So, All right. The band originally started out with six, yeah, six people, uh, all high school friends from Pittston area. It's it consisted of myself, Alan, Mike, uh, Nick Johnson, and. Sean Shear. We had we had this idea going for about three years before. Well, it's been about like three years now. It'll be three years in June. But since the original Fatal Betrayal started, I remember back in the day we were still trying to figure out if we were to be Fatal Betrayal or Apophis or Fatal uh, Portrayal. But I'm glad we settled on Betrayal because this is who we are. It's what we what we do. Yeah. But um. We tried getting a second guitar player in, so we asked a guy from Wyoming area named Bill. He wasn't able to do it. Then we asked a guy named Joe from Pittston, wasn't able to do it. And then Nick Johnson actually referred you to us. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yo, I know this guy who was looking for a band. Uh, what? Who was the guy that... that uh, you want me to hit on my head now? Uh, yeah. Who who was the guy that actually gave Nick your info? What was his name again? So here's the big one. I'll I'll start from my end, and I'll you we'll get to the name. All right. So this started two years before I met you guys, and I went to Guitar Center all the time with my buddy Shane. We were always at Guitar Center. We both played guitar. At that point, I was not. Not the best guitarist in the world. I wasn't very good, but I I still I still loved it. And I went to Guitar Center. I'd mess around. I started making friends with the workers. And then I met this really cool guy named Ryan Grutt. And he, I I kept asking him because I I noticed he was in bands and he played all the time. I every time I'd go in there, I'd say, Hey, do you have any? Do you know of any bands looking for somebody? I, I just want to get in a band. I always wanted to be in a band growing up because I saw my cousin playing and a bunch of people in my family were in bands and it, I always thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So I would ask Grut every time. I would ask him if he found anybody and it went on for literally two years and exactly on the two-year mark to the day, Nick was in Guitar Center and he walked out as I walked in and I did my normal thing. I walked up to the counter and asked Ryan if he found any bands for me yet. And he said no at first. And then he kind of retraced the steps and said, no, wait a minute. Somebody just walked in here and said they're looking for somebody. And I was like, oh, really? It's about time. Kind of jokingly messing with him. And he 
gave me Nick's info. So I contacted Nick and we went back and forth a little bit, kind of figuring out some stuff. And then he would later introduce me to Carmen. And we talked about forming a band and that would be Apophis that we were talking about earlier. And that kind of didn't work out. So I ended up joining Fatal Betrayal and here I am today. Let's be honest, that whole Apophis thing almost broke the entire Fatal Betrayal up. Yeah, that was, I mean, I had no idea what was going on because that was new to meeting all of you guys. So. Yeah, well, the idea behind Fatal Betrayal was uh, they just wanted to do uh, basic rock covers like Breaking Ben, stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, I actually want to do some heavy stuff. Like, I want to cover some Ice Nine Kills. I want to do some Attila, stuff like that. So then I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? We, we formed the side band Apophis for a little bit. Once people found out about that, there was an all-out warfare. People were getting blamed and like, oh, yo, look, at you started another band, and here we are. The band, the, the band Fatal Betrayal almost didn't last. We actually lost oh, yeah. our guitar member, Nick Johnson, due to the fighting. Yeah, that was, that was tough. It's, it's, I'm really happy Nick is still cool with us. We're still friends with Nick. Nick is a really cool guy. He's chill. He's he doesn't even he doesn't seem to care much. He just kind of goes with the flow. He's one of those kind of people. He's just he's a cool guy. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we're uh, we're definitely gonna have to get him on stage for a show, though. We're gonna have to get him to play one of the songs with us. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, I have like three different ideas, like song wise, that he can come up and cover with us on stage. I was either thinking like "No Way Out" by Bullet. Pittsburgh by the Amity Affliction or possibly uh, Don't Need You by Bullet. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking we need to do Pittsburgh if we're doing it with him just because just for old times sake, because we used to play that song at like every single practice. That is true. But I mean, we could that was like me and his song. Yeah, we could also get a little crazy and throw him up there for No Way Out as well, because I'm not going to lie, dude, I've wanted to cover No Way Out for the longest of times. It's it's just a a sick song. It sounds great. Yeah. And, uh, dude, we could build up the breakdown so nice for it. Like, I don't know if you've seen live shows of them, of them doing it. It's intense. Oh, I've seen it. Just de- definitely one of the best songs they've done. Like, off their new... Yeah. Off their recent album. Not their newest one. Not Gravity. The, uh... Oh, my God. I can't... The Venom album. Yeah. Definitely want to hit that song. And uh, I'm always pushing this, but I really, really would love to cover Stabbing in the Dark or maybe Your Number's Up by Ice Nine Kills. Uh, I've, I've always been down to do Stabbing. I learned that song the first day you told you told me you wanted to play that. The sad thing is, is we all, we were almost done with it. And then our drummer's like, listen, I ain't got time to learn this. And we're like, what? Dude, you were literally playing it with the music. Yeah, he he was he was pretty good at it. It was just, I think it was at the point where he didn't. I mean, I've had songs like that where I just don't feel comfortable enough, especially like going out live. Because that at that point, that was our first show, wasn't it? Yeah, but we weren't playing that at the first show. The uh, the main thing is, is that he wasn't where he is right now. Like he he wasn't able to rhythmatically play stuff on his feet like rudiments. Yeah, but- he he has come very far in a very short period of time yeah i'm pr- I'm proud of him like d- dude the last practice when we were recording uh well what not we weren't recording when we were starting a a new song off of our halloween ep dude the last friggin two bars he played with straight double bass that fast i was like whoa yeah that was sick he he kind of came out of nowhere with that because he was fast before but like it was just a whole different level. He 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 has been really practicing. <clears throat> just it's insane. Like I I wouldn't put it past him now. Like I definitely think he could play stabbing by now. Oh, I definitely think. I think he could have played stabbing before. I just think I don't think he was comfortable with it. Which is for a show. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is a hard like when it comes to show, especially because we're kind of newer. We haven't played crazy amount of shows, so playing a song that you're not completely comfortable with when you're not playing shows too often, it could get you pretty nervous and you could screw up a little more than you think you're going to. Oh, absolutely. I've had that happen. I've had songs where I completely just demolished them and just literally came up with something different to play on the spot. Well, what about our first show when I completely didn't sing the second verse of Face Down? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was on the first show, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be great. Second verse hits, I'm like, oops. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone noticed. I think we we played it off pretty well. Oh yeah, dude, I like the way we uh, we kind of made face down our own as well. Like that, that just turned out crazy as well. That that is one of those songs that I think we need to just keep playing until we get to a point where we have enough songs to play only our own. Oh, absolutely. Which we're getting there. We're getting close. Oh, God, yeah, dude. With this whole outbreak going on, we are going to have our Halloween EP and most likely our entire full length done before this is all done and said with. Oh, yeah. This, we we could really do some work going back and forth with each other. I mean, of course, I, I do want to talk to everybody to make sure everyone's okay with everything. The only issue is bass because I don't have a bass. And I mean, Justin does, but it's not tuned to the right tuning. So I don't know. I'm sure if you ask Mike, he'll let you borrow a bass. Just be like, yo, I'll replace the strings. Yeah, we're trying to keep distance from people. I don't know if I have anything. I don't know if he has anything. We don't want to get each other sick. It's better to just keep distance for now. And hopefully this passes within the next month, month and a half. I'm hoping so, dude, because I, I really want to get back out and play another show. So do I. I really, I'm itching for it. It's, it's been amazing playing show, especially now because I was, I was already kind of comfortable with it in the beginning because I played a couple little things like by myself. But after playing the first couple shows, I really started getting, getting comfortable with playing out. Oh, absolutely, dude. Well, my first show was kind of crazy. Like it was just first time out there i'm like all right i'm not gonna really move around that much and then if you go from that show to our second show i'm like jumping around the stage i'm jumping off the friggin' thing i'm down in the crowd, oh, yeah. moshing with them oh yeah i jumped off for desolation at the end desolation. i thought i was gonna break my knees <laughs> desolation dude that song I love playing that song it's so fun and then people people enjoy it that's the fun thing like Playing an original song that you hear people like actually enjoy it, it's just it's a whole different feeling. You want to know what I'm really excited about? What part two? Oh, giving some giving some some spoilers out there. I'll we? throw that little spoiler out. I mean, we'll keep it at that. Yeah. No more details. Nah. Part two. Just let me tell you, that's gonna be wicked. Oh yeah. Oh my god, dude. So much. So much we got done. So much in such little time, honestly. I mean, like, we were just talking a couple months ago, like, we're not gonna start the full length. We're gonna take our time, go super slow with it, make sure it's done perfectly, and here we are, like busting songs out. Yeah, I kinda just got in a rhythm and I just started rolling with it and I guess that's I don't know. I came up with a bunch. Yeah, you throw you throw your riffs at me. I'm like, all right, I can write to this. I write down something quick, and boom, we're done. Yeah, I want to start because now, now that me and Justin both record stuff, and we figured out how to throw rec- like recorded files back and forth. Yeah. So now, if I really want to. I could come up with a bunch of stuff. He could come up with a bunch of stuff. We can mix them together and figure out who's going to mix that and mix and edit that song. And we could kind of jump back and forth. Cause of course he's been doing this longer than me. He has more knowledge of it, but I'm, I feel like I'm getting there. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, especially now I learned how to program. Oh, drums. Absolutely, dude. And uh, I'm in the process of ordering a mic so I can start sending you guys lyrics. Like once you get done with your files, I'll send you guys my lyrics. You can put it in. Yeah, which would be, oh, that would make life so much easier. It would be sick because then we don't have to always meet up to record. Yeah, and try to bang it all out in one day. 
which is a terrible idea. Yeah, it's it's hard doing that sometimes because it's like with us, with the way we've been doing stuff, we don't really have stuff always pre-written when we're going to record. We kind of just come up with stuff on the spot and roll with it. So it's hard to it's hard to know what we're going to be doing when we're recording. <laughs> not the best method in the world but i guess it worked i mean it did for our first show i mean justin really put that together fast for us yeah we got that done literally the absolute last second (laughs) it was like it was friggin' like two hours before we had to go on stage oh yeah he was he was literally finishing mixing and mastering everything as we were warming up at his house for the show (laughs) It was, it was so bad because we were telling him to come out, and he was just like, "Hold on a minute, I'm busy." <laughs> just flying. Stuff. Oh God! But it worked. We got it rolling. Now, now we just got to keep rolling with what we're doing. I mean, I'm recording at home. Justin could record at home. I could program the drums. I just want to make sure Alan is okay with that. <laughs> Before I really start getting yeah, into sure it, yeah, I'm sure as long as you send him the, as long as you shoot him a message like, "Yo, dude, I'm putting in drum ideas. Just give me your input on these. I'm sure he'll be fine with it as long as you keep him in the loop and don't, you know, keep him out." But, yeah, that's that's what I'm think. I'm thinking of actually jumping back and forth with ideas, and then maybe sitting on the phone with him and having him give me tweaks and what he wants. Because I don't want to make every song mine. I want the drum parts to be his. I want him to have all of the ideas. Because, I mean, of course, it would be much better if we could do natural drums. But we want this EP out. And right now, with everything going on, we just can't. We got we to gotta make do with what we can. And as of right now, the virtual drums is the best thing we could do as of right now. Yeah, and I mean... Now that I learned, I learned how to kind of throw some effects on them and make them sound natural. So you can't even really tell that they're programmed unless I say something. Oh yeah, I mean that recording you sent me. Uh, I'm not gonna mention any names for it, but the the drums on it are they they sound almost natural. And that was my first. I that was my first one I've ever done. I already did three more. You did three more already, and you're not sharing? What the hell? I just finished How them. How dare you? Keeping me out of the loop. I just finished them. I didn't even have time to send them to you yet. And one of them, I don't think, is going to be our one of our songs. I think that was kind of just like a mess around thing me and Justin were doing. I got some mess around lyrics. <laughs> this song would be a whole different style. Oh, really? But yeah, no. Oh, yeah. This would be a whole different style of music it's not even our it's not necessarily metalcore it's like i I don't even know how to classify it but it it sounds pretty cool i'm not gonna lie we we did a pretty good job just messing around like deathcore i'd say 80s rock wow yep i can put lyrics to that (laughs) I'll just have to yeah. dig into the, uh, what the hell is the name? The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Go with some of their style. What are you, that's not 80s rock. What are you? <laughs> no, it's, it may not be 80s rock, but I could dip into it. Try to, try to, you know, make it something my own, you know? Yeah, you could, you could do what you want. I mean, hey, when you get that mic and we send you these files, you can do whatever you want. Just send me everything over and I'll edit it for you. Sounds good to me. Um, the mic I'm looking at getting right now actually is a—it's actually a high quality mic. I, I found it when uh, before we actually started this uh, this podcast. I'll have to send you the, uh, the pictures well, to it so you can check it out for yourself. Yeah, not not a bad price. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of getting a new guitar once I save up oh, some yeah. money. It would definitely be another Jackson 7 string. I think I got my eyes locked on what I want. Maybe you should go for an 8. 
Eh, I don't need that. Huh? <laughs> we don't need an H string. Fine. When are you going to flip the car? Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, never, because especially if the I'm getting the new one I'm looking at, because that thing, it's 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 pretty nice. It's not the most. Ex- there are versions of it that are way more expensive, but the one I'm looking at isn't too expensive. It's actually the Misha Mansour custom Jackson right, seven string. Right. It is a very 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 nice guitar in my opinion, and Jackson. Jackson seven strings, the necks on them don't even make it feel like a seven string. Switching from a six to a seven string is n- nothing for me with that really? guitar. Yeah, and the guitar, I mean, the one I have now, it was not an expensive guitar. It, not at all. And it came with some stuff that should make it much more expensive than it is, like a rosewood fretboard. They can, they're not even allowed to make those anymore. Really? Yeah, because rosewood trees are... They they chopped down too many of them. There's not oh, many wow. left now. So this may that guitar I'm never getting rid of because there may be a chance I'll never get a rosewood neck again. Completely get that. Uh, what the what do you have? You might as well just customize it yourself. I mean, like you're pretty good with your graffiti art. So why don't you like graffiti the guitar? That's honestly what I was thinking of doing. I was thinking of throwing some different tutors on it, maybe tossing some better pickups in there and. Throwing a paint job. I'm still on waiting there. for yeah, slime green face. <laughs> oh god, that would be so sick. <laughs> I'm also waiting for you guys to drop your uh, your instruments down lower. Hey, that's 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 not how that works. What? I can't just drop my strap down and be able to play correctly. <laughs> Every every person that plays has a very specific strap height. Like some people wear it all the way up to where their guitar is up to their chest while they're playing, and that seems to be more of like the fast, progressive type style where they're playing really, really fast and technical, and it's hard to play that low. And I kind of stick with the middle ground. It's kind of like just at the middle of my gotcha. stomach. That seems to be what's comfortable for me. All right. Yeah, and then of course I'm I got new picks now. I got the John Petrucci custom picks. Those things are gnarly. They play nice. <laughs> oh, they play real nice. They're unbelievable. It's it's some people think because they're so thick that they they wouldn't be easy to play with, but I mean, because the edges are rounded yeah. off on them, so they just glide through the strings. Nice. The problem is now, though, I can't even play with my custom picks anymore. Um, why don't you look into getting some custom picks for the same guy, like seeing if you could maybe uh, get like our logo put on, on the new ones. That would be pretty nice, but I don't know if Dunlop would care about us. I mean, like- <laughs> a big brand i mean it doesn't hurt to try like it doesn't matter like you can put our logo on one side and then like you can put his brand logo on the other side yeah i mean i think he pretty much puts his brand no matter what but it's like that's one of the biggest guitar pick companies out there i got you so it's hard to to do that especially with Mm -hmm. that type of pick it's a very because it's a custom so it's not something you could go to the store and buy like they don't really sell those in stores you need to just order them and now that that's the specific one i like i would have to somehow find a way to get his exact custom spec of pick wow there's a lot more details that go into picks than people imagine It's it's a very delicate process. It's almost like it's almost like people saying that uh, screaming takes no talent. Hey, you just got to watch the Jared Dines video yeah, if you real. want proof of that one. Dude, it took me three years to learn what I can do now. 
I've been doing it very inconsistently for a year, and I still haven't got it, but I haven't been trying very hard, so. We should start trying. I really I got should. got Mike going pretty well. Yeah, Mike is, he's, he's progressing. He's getting, he's getting pretty good. The, the thing I've noticed, he has, he has some tones of people that I've heard scream and I don't think he even knows it because I don't think he really listens to the bands that I listen to. So I don't think he even knows. Oh boy, that's, yeah, no, copyright. Woo. <laughs> what? <laughs> copyright situations with the music that I just started playing out of my computer oh my for some reason. So like what would so you any, what would you rate oh, Mike's screams on from like a scale of one to ten right now from where he stands right now? I'm not honestly not sure because I haven't heard him scream in so long. I don't think I have room to really judge. <laughs> I haven't heard him scream since the last show. Yeah, I know I know what you mean. Let me tell you, dude, when we covered the American Nightmare, he definitely hit Justin DeBlick's part really well. Yeah, he was doing a good job. I think everybody in the band has progressed a lot since we all kind of, at least since I've come into the band and come into the picture, from what I've seen, everybody has become just amazing at their craft yo what about when we joke and i'm like i'm like yo i'm just gonna leave the band and justin looks at me he's like please don't he's like i need you (laughs) Um, yeah everybody's talented in their own special way i mean like let me let me tell you like learning learning these different styles of screaming is really tough like like i was explaining to you a couple days ago like i figured out how to do goblin like growls and stuff like that now yeah the crazy thing that i enjoy about everybody in the band so much is the fact that we're all so different it's like yeah i listen to really heavy music but like when i play solos and stuff you could hear my classic rock background in my solos I have a lot of bends and stuff. Justin, you could really hear his like kind of classic heavy metal deathcore inspirations. With Mike, he kind of listens to he listens to some rap, but he also li- the Mike listens to everything. He's all over the place. Alan is kind of like the harder rock type of deal. He does listen to some metalcore, and then you're. St- starting to broaden your horizons you listen to just about everything now pretty crazy from like where we started out to where we're at like right now like once this all dies out we've got a show lined up with makes my blood dance which should be a great time Uh, yeah i'm hoping that uh, corona is done by then Um, from what uh from what the uh, lead singer from Makes My Blood Dance told me, he's like, uh, yo, if you want to hold off on releasing your uh, your Halloween EP and do it at our show, we could do like a co-headline type deal. And do an EP that would release be... party with them, which would be pretty dope. That would probably be the best oh, EP absolutely. release party ever. And then... Uh, oh, you know a big thing I want people, I want people listening to this to do? I want everybody listening to go and go in a comment section. Tell us a piece of merch you yes, would like to real. see from us. Give us some ideas. We have some ideas brewing up, but we would like some more. And if you have any ideas at all, throw them down in the comment section or even jump on our Facebook page, follow our Facebook page, leave a comment or even on Instagram. Yeah. Wherever wherever you could get to the quickest, just leave us a leave us a comment on a on a merch idea. If you can find us on Facebook at uh, Fatal Betrayal and on Instagram at Fatal Betrayal five seven zero. And yep. uh, check out our music too. Like, go to YouTube if you like what we got going on. Hit the subscribe button. Give us some more likes. Share us with your friends. Throw some comments on there. Leave some leave some criticism too. If you think the song sucks, throw it on there. We like to hear every kind of criticism. 
If it's bashing us, if it's telling us we're good, if it's telling us we suck, I don't care. I like all kinds yeah, of criticism. For having a keyboard player one time. <laughs> that was the guys a fun like one. keyboard don't belong in metal, but I can name like ten different songs that have keyboards in them. Yeah. But yeah, but sadly it's just we how lost it goes. that keyboard player. He's uh off doing major things at school now, which I'm happy for him. Yeah, he seems to be doing pretty good, which is that's good that he's He's really he's he's looking at the things in his life that he really wants to succeed with. He's Absolutely. kind of prioritizing. And the, the sad thing about uh, losing him was that we lost our current our uh, most recent photographer, his uh, which was his girlfriend. But luckily, we were able to pick up a uh, a new photographer. Her name is Cheyenne. Excellent, excellent photographer. Uh, make yeah. sure you check her out on uh, on Instagram. Uh, I'll have to get you her, her tags, but the name's Cheyenne Chapman. I'm sure you'll find her. Great girl. And then uh, our merch girl, actually, uh, is uh, Jared's girlfriend. Yep. Uh, yeah, she's been helping out a, a lot, actually, giving us some criticism on stuff with songs and helping out wherever we need it. And she's always down to be at the shows and help us one. out and be like what can is, I do for you is there anything I could do how could I help yeah exactly she's she's there to help all the time and it's it's amazing and it's I, I really appreciate all, all of her help I'm really ex- I'm really excited yeah, to get it's... Cheyenne in on our first show with the photography and stuff like that um, it'll be her... yeah I'd like to it'll see how stuff comes out performance which I'm not too worried about. I'm sure she's going to do great. I've seen her photos. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I think everything as will of come right out now, great. The only thing we are missing, which if anybody is interested, is an artist for our artwork. Yeah, that would be that would be a very important thing. I, I, <laughs> I try to do what I can, but it's a little difficult when I don't have a drawing pad yeah, for my we, computer. Uh, tried reaching out to people we're not trying to get anybody sketchy either like i'm not trying to send somebody 30 dollars that day and then lose my money because they're not going to send me a product (coughs) but um if you are actually interested and are willing to give us some really cool artwork we are more than willing to pay you but i'm i'm more than happy to give you half right before uh, you start drawing and then I'll give you the rest as soon as it's done. I'm not giving you everything at once. Yeah, we just got to watch with that depending on how much it is. If they're going to charge us a lot of money, then it gets a little difficult to give half before the product is done. Because, I mean, by no means, well. but yeah, and by no means am I a good, am I a good artist? But I know how things roll and I know how everything works and I like to see a finished product before I pay because it's kind of like sometimes you see a really good artist and then all of a sudden you give them money and stuff could just go bad something happens and then you're kind of out of it which is I mean that goes with anything anything could go wrong with any anything in the world and you could you could be out so that's why it's 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 a difficult it's a difficult thing to absolutely figure out. But that's life. You yeah. gotta learn as you go. I'm really excited to show people our uh, our scrims we got made up. Ooh, yeah! That. Next show, they'll definitely be ready to go. Um, we're hoping to have more merch ideas ready to go by then. Uh, what I would like is to have artwork done before the next show so we could get our proper merch set. Like, you know, like with our, yeah. uh, with our Halloween stuff. Yeah. So, like I said, that artwork person, very crucial at the moment. 
Yeah. But yeah, other than that, we're looking pretty golden for the rest of the year. Yeah, we really just need to try to do what we could do and especially with what we got going on now it's tough times for yeah, everybody didn't you mentioned that we might be uh, doing a show in allentown with the bunny bear soon yeah but i don't know if that's gonna happen now because it was kind of like it's gonna be right after the quarantine yeah. right now what it's set to i just i don't think it's gonna happen i think i think that show's done I haven't really heard anything from anyone either, and we were talking pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. So, I I I think that one might be a little bit of a bust, but there's not much we can do. There's no use to get mad over it or anything. We'll always Absolutely. find another now show. We know how to properly uh, go about getting on uh, venues with higher up bands, you know. So. Uh... Next time, yeah. one of uh, one of the bands we really enjoys playing, we just know to contact the uh, the venue, ask if they have any openings, and they want a, a a local band. Exactly, and if there's anybody in a band listed to this, in a local band or anything, if you're looking for someone, we don't even care. We don't care if we're opening. We don't care what position we're in. If you want us to play, contact exactly. us. We'll we play. We love playing. We love getting engaged with the fans. We love having a great time. Yeah, we don't care what the position is. We'll we'll just we'll play any any show Absolutely. is a good show. I don't care where it is. I don't care what we're doing. I just we all enjoy playing, and we want to play as much as we possibly can. Absolutely. Hopefully, yeah, by it's the a, next year we'll have a, it's always we'll have a, a mini tour set up. We could actually uh, hit a couple of different states for you guys. Yeah, that would be that would be the dream, yeah. honestly. So maybe, maybe at some point we could get our we could get rolling a little bit and get ourselves out there a little bit. I'll try to get in contact with some people. That seems to be my Absolutely. my strong suit. <laughs> I don't really know how, but yeah, yeah it works. Yeah, it's. The people in the metal community, they're just all cool. Everyone's cool with each other. Giant family. I mean, like, it may be hard to reach out to certain people, but once we get to meet these people and they're like, yo, you guys are actually pretty good, we all kind of just stick together. Like our boys in Fatal Misconception and Abhorred. Like, we're just. Yeah. Yeah. Those are cool guys. Speaking of which. They're definitely want. They're definitely like interested in getting another show put together like soon once all this shit's done. That would be amazing. Every show we've played with them, we have, of course we haven't played many, but the couple shows we did play with them were just they were just good shows. We had a everyone had a great time. Everyone killed it. Everyone did an amazing job. It's just they're they're good shows. They're really oh, a yeah. lot of fun. Like, like I said, they not only like like us. They definitely engage in the crowd. Like they're definitely with them. They're like, like get the hell up here, have a good time, throw down. Exactly, and that's the fun of a metal show. Some shows you see. I mean, of course, everybody has their own liking. Some people like just really chill, calm shows. But metal shows, I mean, there's there's a spot for everybody. There's people that sit kind of off to the sides. They could sit and just listen if they want. And you could get in a pit and you could jump around if you're just looking to have fun. It's Metal like, shows you can do whatever. You can really express yourself. I will say that. If you're that little exactly. freak on the inside, you know you're not going to get judged at these shows. I mean, who the hell is going to judge you? Everybody's there. And the, everybody there is into the same music. And if they're not joining you, they're definitely thinking, man, this guy's got some balls. I wish I could be like him. Exactly. Everybody, everybody's different, but when it comes to metal, we all have this little link on the inside that just draws us in. Even people that aren't really in the metal that are like supporting us, like my parents, for instance, my mom does not listen to metal music at all. She highly against it, 
But she even told me after the first show she came to, she's like, I'm not going to lie. That was actually really good. Like, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you need to go and you just realize how fun it is because you can just do whatever you want and no one yeah, cares, my, no one uh, judges. Even my dad, who was like religiously against it, was like, wow, they're actually really good. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to hit before we start honestly, closing it up? I think we up? hit on a lot of points today. I didn't expect it to go this long. I honestly just thought it, we'd do like an intro and then just cut it short and like, 10 minutes but we're almost an hour <laughs> hey that's the way to be we just start talking and keep talking yeah. and see what happens but, um, i'm glad we uh we hit sally we, we explained what salvation was like um next podcast we could probably hit two songs we could probably do like uh we can hit give me a reason and maybe uh either turn the page or desolation I'm thinking we do one song per podcast because we don't have a lot of songs out now, so well, we could we'll, kind of stretch it. We'll figure it out. The only reason bit. I was saying that is so we can kind of like make sure we have time going and we're not like cutting it super short. Yeah. But you know me. I could talk and keep talking oh, and keep I, talking. I could probably do the same thing, honestly. Like, it's, basically a, it's basically like we're having a conversation over the phone, but we're just recording ourselves. Exactly. That's the way to. That's the yeah, way to but, do it. <laughs> yeah. How podcasts go. But other than that, I'm I'm pretty set on this one. Um. You have anything you want to throw in? Yeah, I'll just throw some ending things in here. Uh, so we will be doing more of these. Keep an eye out for us. Uh, maybe next time we'll see if we can get someone else in the band. See if they want to join up and talk about some things maybe their experiences their inspirations like we hit on today uh and you could kind of get a little sneak peek on the behind the scenes of everybody in the band of course we're not huge so it's not like the the most interesting thing in the world but it's 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 us and it's how we're starting out so uh yeah just Keep an eye out on everything. We'll probably post links on our socials and try to get this up as many places as possible. And we'd like to consistently do this. Maybe, what are you thinking? Maybe once a week uh, for right probably, now? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think we roll with once a week. Maybe we can see if we could do Mondays. Metal Mondays. I like it. Yeah, there we go. Metal Mondays with Fatal Betrayal. All right. Anything else you got to add? All right. Well, That's all I got. Thanks for joining our first episode of... Um, oh, my God. <laughs> joining our first episode <laughs> of Talking Fatal.